Super Talk Mississippi media production. Celebrating the people who make coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by the South Mississippi Boat Show, Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st. And by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live work and play and today Rat, i would say today is a really special edition because we're going to do some celebrating today as uh, dale lyons from the mississippi coast chamber the ceo of the chamber and i are going to reflect a bit on the one coast awards this week and uh and also talk about each of the recipients the t- the top 10 under 40 and the, the top 10 community leaders and uh it's just going to be a great celebration but anyway welcome to coast view my friend Good morning, Ricky. How are you? Good to see you I'm again. I'm doing great. So, let's, before we get into the winners, um, I just want to reflect a bit about leadership and and the Leadership Awards Program. I, I mentioned to Paige on the show this week that the way that you and Tish and Paige and and um, the, you know, just the the way that the Chamber leaders work together, it was uh, it was something to watch. You guys have done a great job collaborating on this, haven't you? Yeah, it comes together. Um, everybody kind of plays their part um, early on. It's really just getting the nominations out, getting the word out so that we get folks. And that's really not a problem, as you've seen with the numbers that we have. But we certainly don't want people to get complacent, which, of course, we talked about complacency a good bit yeah. at the event, um, that we need to honor these folks. And then we come together with the event, having um, everybody's got a hand in it, you know, from getting yeah. the people in the door and getting them seated till. Fish loves to do the um, the actual MC part of that, and um, it, it's worked out well for us. Tish Williams from the Hancock County Chamber is a great leader, not just in Hancock County, but along the coast. Of course, you, Adele Lyons from Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, and then Cynthia Sutton from the Ocean Springs Chamber, and then, of course, Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber. It was great to see you. And I, I said to, to Paige that it was, it was awesome the way you guys sort of passed the baton. Y'all have got it down, and I'm not surprised by this, incidentally, because if you look at the, 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 the four of you, you're all task masters. And uh, I've worked with you for years, not just there, but in the Knight Foundation and other ways we've worked together. But you're a task master extraordinaire. But nailing down the details and making it be a, a well-run machine, it, it has, you know, the, the partnership with the Boer Vodge has really turned out to be a good one over many, many years. I mean, even when it was at the Sun Heralds, we worked with the Boer Vodge and right. they've done a great job. But it's a it's a it's it's an event that uh, if you don't watch the clock, you could get in trouble, huh? Yeah, that's probably the hardest of the uh, is is wrangling all the cats and getting everybody in the room and getting them seated. And everybody's so busy buzzing around and visiting, which is a great mm-hmm. component of that. But getting started and keeping the program on time because we got it. You know, people's got to get back to work and get back to all the things they do in their lives and in the community. So, um, so that's the toughest part is keeping us on time. Really, when you look across the room, you had mayors there, <clears throat> you had other elected officials there, um, you had you know some of the titans of industry there, you had companies represented. You, I mean, really, it was a packed house, and it was great to see you know, a great mix of, of you know, those leaders that are sort of passing the baton and new leaders coming along 
but I, I mentioned even with people like Jerry St. Pay, which I mentioned the page, you say, you know, passing the baton, certainly he's doing that with his inspiration, but man, he's still engaged. He's still on board. He's still in his eighties. Yeah. I mean, it seems to be no stop. I look at, I look at Mayor Knight from a Moss Point who came up to me afterwards and was just effusively thankful that we included him in the video and, but I mean, what an inspiration he is, but you think about this great cadre of leaders we have, not only those that have been around for a while and still contributing and this new crop that's coming up, it's powerful, man. This new crop has a lot to do in the future, but it's a, it's great to see it when you look across that room and see all those people in there at one time, we, we can't do enough celebrating leadership in coastal Mississippi, can we? Yeah, I mean, we had 440 people in the room. That was a sellout for that event. Um, we actually had to turn a couple of people away on Monday that called wanting tickets, but we were at capacity. Um, you know, folks like the event. You feel good when you leave. You, you know, the word hope was used a couple of times. You feel very hopeful when you see and hear what all is going on. And what's really interesting is to watch the under 40 and then see in a few years where they're also receiving the Community Leader Awards. So these folks that are keeping on, carrying the torch, moving into that community leader role. Um, and then some of the folks that maybe over the years either didn't get nominated or didn't return their nomination form that maybe are a little bit seasoned that we, you know, kind of play catch up on those. I mean, one of those that comes to mind for me right away is like Guy Johnson with Coast Electric. I mean, Guy's been around for a really long time doing so much work in the community, particularly in Hancock County. Um, you know, it, it's not like he just started in this game, but he just received the award. But I'd have to go back and look. I mean, it could have been either he was nominated and, and, of course, the nominees fill out the application themselves and send it back in. And sometimes just from a time factor, you just don't get around to it, even though you know you ought to, you know you should. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you a little funny uh, on Michael Sunderman. You know, he called the day that application was due and said, hey, I, I'm just busy. I can't get it done. Can I turn it in late? And so now I'm going to tell myself, we don't accept late applications. You know, it's the deadline is the deadline. And next thing you know, we get it in. He, he gets it in on time. And when he came off the stage the other day, I said, aren't you glad you, you know, got that turned in? He said, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Michael's a great example of somebody who's also been around for a long time, but just sometimes you don't get around to the process of it. But um, it's always fun. And, and it's always, uh, we get so many compliments on the event. Um, and, and that's not because of what we do for it. It's just, I think the energy in the room that people appreciate. It, it is. And, and as we all know, and something you and I've talked about many times before, every community, I don't care where you are or how successful you are. Every community has the same challenge. And that is we don't have enough leaders. That's just the reality. Leadership comes in so many different forms. I mean, you could be leading an organization, a volunteer organization. You could be a corporate leader that's trying to inspire some change somewhere. You could be just volunteering in the community and setting an example for others. It could be that you just know what's going on. You're not active in anything, but you're involved in an important conversation with a legislator or a mayor, and you say it the right way because you understand how it needs to be said so that there's alignment instead of, you know, sort of tearing us apart, which can happen if people aren't right. engaged properly. Um, Leadership comes in so many different forms. And, you know, when you think about a, over 100 young people under 40 getting nominated and only 10 being selected, man, that bodes well for the cadre of young people coming along, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. It's it's always so impressive. And a lot of times that I think you've said this before, you know, last year, it was people you didn't know um, because you kind of for me, I stay in. I stay a little more connected with the a younger because we have the Coach Young Professionals group that we participate in and, and run. But if um, if you kind of are out of that generationally, you know, your kids are a little bit older. So, you know, that sort of thing. Um, you're like, who are these people? But then once you start hearing what they're doing, it's like, wow, you know, yeah. it's great. Um, and then we had 102 uh, community leaders that were also nominated. So the numbers are always high. Um, tough job for the judges. They get a binder that's about this thick, and they have to go through those. And uh, they always come in. They don't know who each other are until they get into the meeting. We've gotten the scores independently, and they come in, and we – go through the scores for them to make those final selections. And, you know, it's tough. It is really tough. They're like, you know, I didn't put it, I, I didn't know this is going to take so much time and I didn't know this was going to be so hard. And it is. And so we're and very appreciative a, to them who don't get any accolades because we keep those judges anonymous. Yeah. Same, same. We did the same thing at the Sun Herald. And what I, what I was often told by the judges was what you just said, tough assignment. But what they learn during the process, they're better people for it. They're better oh, yeah. leaders as a result of what they went through. Hey, you know, one of the things that is uh, is is even more challenging here, and I think it's important for us to sort of nod to this, and that is that the most powerful characteristic of coastal Mississippi is that we're a collection of communities. Mm -hmm. That's one of our most powerful things, that these communities all come together to create a powerful region. At the same time, our biggest challenge is we're a collection of communities. <laughs> so it's, a, it's the right. ultimate dichotomy. But but having people who get that our strength is the sense of place that exists in each of those communities and how people come here and how it creates this this wonderful quality of life and how visitors like to come here, et cetera. But at the same time, being able to come together when we talk about common issues and that's a challenge. That means that when you do leadership development, which is so important, and we do we do things like the, the the leadership awards where we can hold people up as an example. It's a great. It's it's all about educating people about what there's a lot to learn. I mean, it's, there's a lot to learn if we're going to be serious about leadership in coastal Mississippi, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, and there's of course the various leadership programs that all the chambers have. Um, that expose a lot of people in that way and educate them. Um, but there's just so much more and being connected. And hopefully we are able to connect some of these people uh, that maybe didn't know each other just because they were in the same you know, class of One Coast Award winners. And, uh, and we can continue that process. Hey, when we come back, we'll start, Adele and I will actually start to work through the list, starting with the top 10 under 40 and share with you who some of the winners were. Look forward to doing that. See you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Adele Lyons from the Coast Chamber and I are just talking about the uh, One Coast Awards. 
which were presented at a great celebration, packed house at the Beauvage this past Tuesday. And um, one of the things that I like about the Leadership Awards is that it gives you an opportunity to see each of the people who are selected, each of the people who are recognized, what they do, you know, so that you, if you aspire to get recognition or you aspire, aspire to make your mark to do what I refer to, like John Harrison refers to as do your reps in the community, then, you know, this is a great opportunity to hold them up as an example. So what Adele and I are going to do now is kind of take you through the list and give you a sense of who they are and what they're involved in. So let's start from the top, uh, Adele. Um, Kimberly Aguilar, tell me about uh, Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly has been working with the Port of Gulfport for a number of years. Um, she's quite young. She's been involved with uh, the chamber on a few things, our chamber, the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber as well, but she's just recently changed jobs and she is the spokesperson for Huntington Ingalls Industry. So, um, you know, certainly the port, um, impressive organization to work for as well, but now moving to a very large corporate setting. Um, you know, Kimberly balances family and work. Uh, she has young children, and she's just you know very um, just very spot on. You know, somebody who's detailed and um, very thoughtful, very kind person, and just somebody who again is an example of a young person who's moving forward in her career growing within her career and you know it was it was really nice to see her receive the award what a great career move for her to go to Ingalls. and as um Paige and i talked about the other day man they are they're one of the cornerstone industries for the entire state as we well know Absolutely. and as jerry, as jerry st pay urged us do not take them for granted you you know some people assume they're always going to be here but that's not the you know we cannot never take organizations like them for granted i was pleased actually to see Two people from Ingalls uh, recognized at the awards. We'll come back to the second one just right. in a second. Kimberly's also involved in Junior Auxiliary Rotary Club, and she's very active in the Public Relations Association of Mississippi. Yeah. And she's been widely recognized. So awesome, awesome uh, selection. Okay, next, Dr. Rachel Butler. Uh, Rachel works for Coastal Family Health as their lead over their pharmacy department. Uh, she's been really involved. She was in the Leadership Gulf Coast class a couple of years ago, and she got on the board and has been very active with our board. She also is involved with JA. You're going to see a lot of these young females are really involved with JA, which is all about uh, the, helping the children of our community. And they've really grown. We've got several JA chapters here on the coast. Um, Rachel also um, has, has been involved, um, you know, across the in, in health-related issues, of course, being a pharmacist. Um, so she's she's smart. She's sharp. Um, you know, somebody I'm glad to have on our board for Leadership Gulf Coast because, again, she's young and she's bringing a level of energy to that board that we need to keep always, always. What I remember about when she her name was announced, there was a, a rousing applause. So team members obviously were sitting with her at the table, but you could tell people loved her. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and Coastal Family Health, of course, does a great job with, um, you know, health-related issues across the coast. So, you know, here she is with a, a degree in pharmacy, could be anywhere, but she's working in a nonprofit to help, uh, you know, the less uh, fortunate in our community. And as you pointed out, widely recognized and also active in the community. That's, uh, yes. that's, a, that's a common story for most of these uh, people who are selected. Uh, the next one is uh, Jeffrey Ellis. 
So Jeffrey also works at Ingalls, but he's more on the engineering and the technology side. You know, Jeffrey's a, a native Biloxian who loves the water. He's a sailor. He's a boater. Um, he's been very involved with Mississippi State and Mississippi State alumni, um, has received various awards, a national award for his involvement with Mississippi State and the School of Engineering. Um, you know, he also has young kids, so it's kind of the work-life balance and, um, you know, being involved at Ingalls on a variety of different committees as well is not just his job. So, you know, Jeffrey's somebody I've known for a long time since he was a little kid, and I was excited for him also to see him receive some recognition. Yeah, he was uh, in the U.S. Coast Guard. So this this whole notion of his love of, uh, you know, the industry, particularly shipbuilding and uh, yeah. how he loves, you know, sailing and all of that other stuff. It just seemed to fit perfectly. But that's a name I didn't really know, to be quite honest with you. So I look forward to having him on Coast U and telling his story. Yeah. Uh, next one is uh, Senator Jeremy England, who's been on the Coast View n- numerous times. Tell me about him. Yeah, so, you know, you know, Jeremy, he's uh, um, in the state, legis- uh, you know, as a legislator working in the Senate. Um, you know, that's a tough gig. People think they just go to Jackson in January, they come home at the end of March or April, and their work is done. But they always have folks, you know, reaching out to them. They're always out in the community trying to figure out which legislation is going to be best for the community. Um, so just a, a good guy. Good to see somebody young coming into the legislature again to kind of give it some some fresh life and, and fresh blood, new ideas um, from some folks who've been there for a really long time. And he's part of that team. He's participated in our uh, pre and post legislative briefings. He doesn't mind taking the questions. He wants to hear from citizens and wants to take the questions and talk about what's going on. And so we have one of those coming up in uh, May on the 24th. And as he was walking out the door the other day, he said, I'll see you. I've already signed up. I'll be there. So that's time away from his job. Um, still serving uh, as a senator when they're even not in session. So, um, you know, always, always on task. Well, I've uh, I've always admired Jeremy. He got my attention when he took a hard stance on the need to change the state flag. And um, I've seen him before. He's conservative, Republican, uh, but he doesn't always necessarily toe the party line on everything. The, the reality is he's got his own mind and he's going to do his yeah. own homework. And he's going to stand by what he believes in. And that's really good to see in a young legislator that's just not going it, trying to go with the flow. He's going to be a leader. And also the fact he's got a successful law firm and he's right. a legislator at the same time. And whoo, those are long hours, especially when the yeah. legislature's in session. I mean, you got to admire young people like that. So I'm a, I'm a fan of Jeremy England and have really appreciated. I've really enjoyed watching him do his gig. Okay, Shira Galloway. Uh, Shira is uh, a realtor. She lives in Stone County. Uh, She was in our most recent class of leadership Gulf Coast and certainly was a force to be dealt with there. She's got a sharp wit. Um, She's very involved in Stone County. Everything from the hospital there, um, you know, which is a small hospital, but so important in a rural area to have that health care. And she's just brings a level of energy and a a level of um, like I said, just sharpness and um, on the ball, a lot of very vivacious, very vivacious. And um, just I, I've met her through Leadership Golf Coast this year. Didn't know her prior to that. And she's really jumped in with both feet into the community. 
What I noticed about her was, and I didn't know her either. I didn't know her, um, but she just glowed. I mean, people liked her and she just glowed. And then, you know, she's super active. Kawan is NAACP, United Way of South Mississippi. You mentioned Memorial Hospital Advisory Board at Stone County, mm -hmm. you know, the Realtors Association. Great to see people with energy and the ability to, you know, impact people positively coming along in leadership. So. I, I, again, I look forward to having her on Coast View as well and telling her story. But what a what a bright star she seems to be. Yes, and yes. excited about her. Uh, Brandy Huff. You know, uh, Brandy works with the Harrison County Development Commission, um, Director of Business Development. She, you know, everybody got a little chuckle. She was really involved in helping bring um, the Buckies that's coming in at I-10 and Pastor Christian and was very involved in that process. Um, but Brandy's a little more quiet, a little more subdued. Um, but she, you know, she makes a statement and, and she stands by it. You know, um, you know, she's just a hard worker. She works with Bill Lavers and, of course, Marsha Crawford and some of those long-timers that have been at Harrison, Harrison County Development Commission. Again, bringing some fresh blood. She's been there for a couple of years. Um, again, has young children um, and is able to balance it all and give back to the community. From really the standpoint of the economic development, um, she's been second to none, been very involved with MEDC and MEC and all the various state uh, economic development agencies. Yeah, she's actually the vice president of the Emerging Leaders Program in the Women in Economic and, De and uh, Community Development Committee for the Mississippi Economic Council, of course, the Chamber and Young Professionals. Yes. Um, you know, I, it's interesting. You don't necessarily have to be this huge outspoken, you know, um, yeah. self-promoter <laughs> to be incredibly effective in the community. So the fact that she may be a bit subdued probably plays to her favor, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's certainly, you know, when she's in a room, it's not that she's a wallflower. Um, just, you know, just as compared to Shira, who we just mentioned, is a little more, um, you know, you know when she's there. Uh, Brandy um, just has that more quiet uh, disposition that, is reserved and, and she's great. Hey, listen, we're uh, we're giving you the list of uh, winners of the top forty, uh, top ten under forty, and then we'll do community leaders next. But when we come back, we'll continue to work our way through the list. We'll see you after this. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrating the people who make coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by the South Mississippi Boat Show, Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st. And by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Adele Lyons, the CEO of the Coast Chamber, with me, and we're reviewing the list of winners from the One Coast Awards Tuesday. 
And, uh, you know, one of the things that I would say about all the winners is that each of them in their own way is a force to be reckoned with. That's kind of the reality. And if you're going to mention someone being a force to be reckoned with, wow, for sure, Nicole Martz fits that description, doesn't she? Yeah, Nicole's been really behind the scenes for quite a while um, over at the IP and with so many nonprofits. I mean, I can't even start naming them, to be honest with you. I know Shuck Cancer and uh, she was chair of that. She's worked with the Baker McCarty Foundation for us at the chamber. She's right now chair of our Coach Young Professionals group, which is very active. And so that gives her a seat also on the Coach Chamber Board. Um, you know, Nicole is somebody who's just going to get it done. And she keeps a full plate all the time. But I hope she can keep that energy going uh, for years to come because it is infectious. She also does Gulf Coast uh, Gal on uh, yeah. which has an online presence, pretty pretty cool. I, I've watched that. I've looked at her social media yeah. presence. Nicole just exudes happiness, and you could tell she was very proud and great to represent the IP there. Yes. Next, uh, Kendra McArthur. Kendra's from uh, Silver Slipper over in Hancock County. Um, you know, very involved in that community with the Hancock County Chamber. Uh, with their leadership program, um, with the PTA, you know, even, you know, it's not all business. It's about her family as well. And, um, you know, somebody that I know, Tish, really um, is proud of and proud to have involved with the Hancock Chamber. Well, John Ferrucci is very serious about the role Silver Sipper plays in the community. And Kendra is an extension of that. So she's had a great mentor as it relates to focusing on the community. Next is Jace Payne. Well, you know, Jace, um, he is now with the city of Gulfport as their communication manager. He's uh, He started with Gulfport working. He was the manager, the marketing manager over at the sports complex and has grown into that role. He's been also very involved with the chamber with our Coach Young Professionals group. He'll be the chair of that next year. Um, and, you know, certainly all the activities with the city keeps him very busy, but he's been involved with PRAM, the public relations and some other organizations. Jace is uh, really an up and comer. Absolutely. Yeah. I like the way he's redefined his career over and over again. He's been on the show before as well. Yeah, he's great. Um, so uh, and then Lauren Santa Cruz. Lauren Santa Cruz um, is now with Hancock Whitney. We work with her a lot on community events. Uh, she previously was with Memorial Hospital and did a great job with them. She's been involved with Coach Young Professionals. She's been involved with Leadership Gulf Coast on the board. Um, you know, just very, um, her family's been really involved in the community for a long time. Uh, they were there the other day, Melanie and Larry Clark. And, you know, she also has a young child, but still makes it all work and keeps all the ball in the air and is very, Somebody who doesn't get rattled, she's always pretty even keeled, but you know, you, you can count on her every single time. It's incredible. Uh, it's great to see the kind of support she had from her family and friends. I look forward to getting to know her better. Yeah. Okay, so several of these people have been on the show before. Brandon Elliott is the first of the of the community leaders who, were, who was honored from Elliott Homes. Uh, so much there. But he's uh, he's one of those that's investing millions as an entrepreneur in coastal Mississippi, isn't he? Well, absolutely. Just his business alone and the the homes that they're building, they're kind of, you know, first known for their custom, very high-end homes, but they've also moved to kind of a middle market because they saw the need there. They saw that we needed those uh, that level of homes and that price point in the community. I think most impressive about Brandon is his dedication to St. Jude. 
They have built the last seven St. Jude's homes. I think their commitment is $6 million um, that they've given back. And then, of course, there's the raffle for the home. Um, I mean, it's just, he said, we're going to do this, and they did. And they've carried it forward, and it's always a beautiful home. I mean, just their giving back from just that standpoint is huge. He and his wife work together in that effort, and they make a great yeah. team, and it is inspiring. They've also obviously done work with Lynn Meadows Discovery Center. Yeah. The list goes on and on, but what what a great contribution. He is putting his energy and money where his mouth is as a young leader, a young uh, entrepreneur in coastal Mississippi. It's great to see yeah. that. Uh, Guy Johnson. Well, I mentioned Guy earlier. Guy's been with Coast Electric for a number of years. Um, you know, I worked with him going all the way back to the small business incubator when we first that first opened back in the early 90s. And he's just, you know, works with economic development throughout the area, um, very involved in Hancock County, the Hancock County Chamber, the um, partners for Stennis. Uh, I mean, gosh, just solid, solid all the way around. You could tell that Tish was delighted to see him get recognized. Um, again, one of the beauties of of One Coast Awards is that we are able to recognize leaders across, you know, the entire coast of Mississippi region. And, you know, there's a great cross-section of leaders that are contributing in their local communities across coast of Mississippi. Uh, the next one is Leslie Kelly. Gosh, Leslie uh, worked very closely with Leslie over the years. She is right now, the she's moving into the program chair position for Leadership Gulf Coast. She's been involved with Kiwanis. Uh, she's involved in Ocean Springs with their Education Foundation. She's at Community Bank. They've just moved into a new facility in downtown Biloxi, and, and Leslie's making sure that, um, you know, they're having a ribbon cutting to get the community in to see that. And, um, you know, she's uh, she is so focused on details. You can just count on Leslie every day, all day. Community Bank continues to come on strong. I have a bit of an insight into Community Bank because, as you know, my son-in-law, Keith Williams, works there. But they, they're they serious, and uh, they've had a lot of success, and they continue to expand. It's a great, one, you know, one of the great contributors to our community here in coastal Mississippi. Well, I guarantee uh, if you ask Keith, he would he would give you um, high praises for Leslie. Everybody who works there, she's, she's just one of the rocks over there for sure. That, that's awesome. That's awesome to, uh, to see that. Pam Moeller. Um, Pam Moeller works for USM. She's been involved in the efforts they're bringing the blue economy and the, uh, you know, the efforts they're doing there in downtown Gulfport with the facility in the old Gulf and Ship Island building. Pam's been involved with Leadership Gulf Coast. She serves on that board, helps organize Education Day. Um, just so many roles and hats that she wears within USM and their connection, you know, USM being involved in the community and have the community be involved with them as well. Um, you know, I mentioned the blue economy. That's such a hot issue and such a growth opportunity for the community and for USM. And Pam's right up in the middle of that. So another one that I saw sort of this re resounding support for was Charles Oaks. Yeah, Charlie Oaks is uh, with Sparklight. He was in Pascagoula for a long time. So he's got a real solid, uh, you know, group of folks that are his supporters in Jackson County. He's now over here in Harrison County at the Long Beach office. Um, you know, he's one that called me up one day and said, hey, I just want to come by and talk and make sure Sparklight is plugged in where we need to be in the community and with the chamber. I mean, he just that level of commitment and care just to make sure they were doing, you know, what, what we thought they ought to be doing or other ideas of how they could get involved. 
um, you know, not from the area, but one of those ones here who got here as quick as he could and got involved as quick as he could in the community. On the Baco McCarty Foundation, and as you pointed out, super active in Jackson County. So he'll yes. bring that energy to Harrison County now. It'll be, it'll be awesome to watch him sort of yeah. play out. The other one that we're both terribly familiar with, I, I would say one of the one of the real top leaders in coastal Mississippi because he was uh, the chief of police for Gulfport, and now he's head of administration for Gulfport, but Leonard Papania, what a, what a great inspiration he is. Yeah, Leonard is just one of the, you know, nicest guys you'll ever meet. I mean, just a true gentleman. And even when, you know, when he was police chief, I'll never forget, you know, at leadership classes or any other time he speaks, he'll give anybody his cell phone number. And he said, if you if you're, you see something and you feel like we need to know, here's my cell number, call me. And he's like, I'm not kidding. This is my cell number. And, you know, that phone rings all night long. And um, so when he retired from the police department, he's been very involved from a standpoint of homelessness in the community and, and how to deal with that because the police, you know, bear such a um, responsibility there when so much of it is really mental health and other things. But he's now back with the city as the director of administration once um, Dr. Kelly retired and he's just stepped right in there. I mean, that's big shoes to fill behind, um, you know, John Kelly certainly and works well with all the employees there and just, um, you know, just a solid, super, very nice guy that means business. He means business. You, you mentioned the homeless community. What I admired a lot about Leonard when he was police chief is when there was difficulty in the community, maybe even in the African-American community, his willingness to, to go there, reach out and be accessible. Uh, that was really important. I mean, that humanized the, the police department. And he knew that the key to success, I had this conversation with John Miller this week, the key to success is in communicating. It's in, it's in you know, bringing yourself to the community and staying in touch with the community. That's one of the reasons why it's not always perfect, but we've done a really good job in coastal Mississippi in terms of race relations and other areas. And this has been a high area for a very important area for Leonard along the way. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue. We'll complete the list of uh, community leaders. This is Adele Lyons from the Mississippi Coast Chamber. We're celebrating the One Coast Award winners. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have Adele Lyons from the Coast Chamber, and she and I are just celebrating the award winners from last Tuesday, the One Coast Leadership Award winners. Next on the list is Crosby Parker. Well, you know, Crosby's got a job that is uh, just unfathomable to me as being the district attorney um, for Harrison, um, Hancock, Jackson County. Um, just that workload, the dealing with the, you know, the criminals and the court cases and just the whole nine yards. I'm sure some of the things he has to hear and deal with is just something most of us just can never imagine. Not only that, Crosby's been involved with the military. He's, um, I think, ranked a colonel right now um, in, in the reserves and just um, 
you know, involved a lot with law enforcement and various law enforcement organizations to bridge that gap between the district attorney's office. Um, you know, just a but very even keel guy, pretty quiet, doesn't get real uh, shook up. Um, was glad, you know, um, Joel Smith was there. He said he wouldn't have missed it for the world. His, you know, previous, the previous district attorney. And I just think that speaks volumes for Crosby. He's just, um, you, you know, just a nicer guy you won't find, but with a job that you just can't imagine. My brother-in-law, who you know really well, Peter Bahanovich, has been telling me for the last year, you got to get Crosby on Coastview. They're very good friends. And after this, after the awards, he came up to introduce himself to me, and we chatted for a little bit. And, of course, he'll, he'll be on. But we both, we both laughed for a bit about how hard it is to contain Peter. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's part of Peter's story. Okay, so here we go. Next one up is Sam Sandoz. Well, you know, that's one that's close to my heart. Sam's been involved with the chamber as the treasurer for five years, and then he's moved on and he's serving as president of our board this year with Hancock Whitney Bank. His load at the bank is just, uh, his plate's always full. You be in the regional type bank they are, they have customers all over dealing with commercial loans. You know, really uh, in the middle of all the PPP and everything, still was involved with the chamber, even though they were working just crazy hours. Um, Sam was involved with the Long Beach Chamber, serves as president there as well. So he's really kind of grown up and grown professionally through the chamber, and we just couldn't be more proud and happy for him. Well, over the years, my close relationship with John Harrison, um, I've, I've obviously heard of Sam many times, seen him out and about, but never really got to know him. So I look forward to focusing more on him, obviously having a Coastview session with him, but I've heard nothing but good things about Sam. We mentioned a few minutes ago about our friend Michael Sunderman. I was really surprised that he hadn't already been recognized, but you actually pointed out why. Just sometimes it's a number game. Maybe he wasn't even nominated before, but it's good to see him get the recognition he deserves because he's been just steady state, positive force for making sure the best of Coastal Mississippi is always demonstrated. Yeah, I mean, I go to a lot of events that are chamber events, other things, and Michael is always there. Michael and Mary, I don't know when they sleep. They're always at events. They're always out and about, always with a smile, always with a good word, always trying to find a way to show the positive on the coast or a business or an organization or an event they're attending. Um, he gives back to a lot of nonprofits through, um, you know, the space they offer in their in their magazine. Um, you know, been involved with the gaming associations and the the Southern Gaming Summit that's coming up. And and certainly, you know, we got a little laugh about him being so involved with golf, but I know he went back to the St. Patrick golf team and been involved there. Um, you know, just somebody you want in your community. He moved here from somewhere else and I'm sure glad he did. And it was quite quite a bold move when they came from Laughlin, Nevada. The name of his company is M2 Media, which means Michael and Mary. And I told Mary and the kids who were both there after the awards that uh, we know who this award really belongs to. It's Mary. <laughs> so, yeah. What a great team they are. So um, lastly, but certainly not least, Bridget Turan. Turan. Yeah, Bridget um, is really somebody who's been, again, not from the area, moved here, uh, I want to say five years or so ago, um, you know, with military spouse and um, jumped right in, worked with Community Foundation. Uh, she's involved with WOW, which is the Women of Wisdom, which is a group that they meet on a regular basis. They give back a lot to the community. Um, you know, she's she's gotten the volunteers for Days of Service, uh, which is held on 9-11. 
um, through the United Way and, and just really um, been really involved with the chamber, our chamber of champs and a variety of organizations. Um, you know, she her heart is in the right place, wanting to do good for the community here. Yeah, and again, she's one of those that has such a positive aura about her. And what, what's interesting to me is that our friend Dorothy Wilson, former chairman of the host chamber, right. I had a chance to chat with her after the, the award the other day. But, you know, this this you can see kind of Dorothy's work <laughs> helping to mold people through not just her magazines, but her leadership. And that's great to see, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and there's folks, Dorothy, and you'll see, you know, so many others. Um, you know, I think of, you know, Kathy Springer as well, still somebody I see almost on a daily basis. Um, I think, you know, most people is how can I carry this forward? How can I, um, who's going to be here to take up the, the helm afterwards? And, um, but we got to help them get there. And so I think they've been, you know, good about that. And Dorothy is excellent. And she's actually speaking at the chamber, um, uh, doing a how to speak in public, because uh, she's so good at that and sharing her knowledge. Yeah, I enjoyed working with her at the Sun Herald. Anyway, Adele, it's been a pleasure. It's been great celebrating these winners. Thanks for putting this together and for having another great, um, you know, celebration this past Tuesday. And have a great day. Yeah, thank you so much. Good to see you. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.